Never have I ever had a Slurpee. It was summer school, but you brought me to church. Laid out like a girl on my mother's couch. And the whole world stopped on that July night when the rules that we from our lives After work on the town we kissed as the sun got low When the light was all gone and the square emptied out You reached for my hand and put it under your blouse my heart skipped a beat when you opened my mouth And the whole world stopped on that July night And I prayed for the first time out loud in 17 years of life song I wrote this summer for my weekly songwriting group. The prompt was Summer School, which was a delight to work with. In the summer of 1992, just after my freshman year in high school, I indeed went to summer school, not to make up a class or to get ahead in academics, but to get my driver's license. In Virginia, you had to be 15 and 8 months to get a learner's permit, and in order to get a learner's, you had to take 10th grade gym. I have a fall birthday and was nearly six when I went to kindergarten, meaning that if I took 10th grade gym early, I could be driving on my 16th birthday at the beginning of 10th grade. 
nearly a full year before any of my friends. The possibilities were too good to pass up. Freedom, independence, cool points. So I went to summer school, saved my wages from my job framing pictures and selling art supplies, still my favorite job I've ever had, even better than music, and bought a tiny used sky blue Mazda pickup. The previous owner had had it lowered and affixed Yosemite Sam mudflaps along with decals of naked women in silhouette on the back. Perfect for my smart-ass high school self. I drove this truck until I went to college. The alternator was iffy, so the lights in the display often flickered, while the speed of the tape deck was tied to the speed of the truck. At stoplights, I would put the truck in park and rev the engine so my bootlegged Dave Matthews shows could continue to play at the correct speed, or near enough. I had a wonderful group of friends at this time, composed of kids from my grade and the one above. On the long afternoons of days between sports seasons, we all hung out in the student parking lot. Then we put as many people as we thought we could get away with into the back of my pickup truck and went to Little Caesars or 7-Eleven. If you were on the honor roll, Little Caesars gave you free garlic breadsticks. We were all on the honor roll. It was a garlic breadstick nerd party. On other days, when we went to 7-Eleven, we bought camel lights, dried chitlins to eat unironically, tried to get older friends to buy us 40s, and drank Slurpees. Well, everyone drank Slurpees, except for me. As a kid, I didn't have much of a sweet tooth. Dessert was never served in our house, and there was no sugar cereal or candy in the cupboard. On sweet summer nights, we occasionally waited in line at the iconic Carl's for frozen custards. Carl is 75% named for this place, and 25% for Karl Marx. But something about the not-found-in-nature color of a Slurpee, and its mushy, disappear-in-your-mouth texture, was not appealing to me. My friends noticed this right away. They'd try any which way to get me to take a sip, a slurp, convinced that once I tried it, I would love it. I resisted. This is a character trait I am proud of. I love to resist. Just as Carl lives to plant his feet and refuse to move, just as Carl loves to race ahead, dragging me behind as I try to slow him down, I love to resist. Push or pull at me, and I too will plant my feet. Hey y'all, let's take our break here. I keep forgetting to promote this Substack when I do interviews or play shows, so it would be a big help to me if you tell a friend or share this episode. And I promise to do a better job in the new year of promoting this thing. But now that everyone is fleeing Twitter, come to my Substack for the honesty. Stay for the audio. Speaking of 2023, this is the time of year when many of your subscriptions to this newsletter will be expiring. If you like what I've done over the past 16 episodes, please consider re-upping for another year. And if you're not a subscriber, please consider joining for as little as $5 a month. Surprise! You don't get anything special when you do that. But you do help me continue to be a professional artist in the changing world. It became a thing among our friend group, my not having a Slurpee. 
I loved the distinction of never having even sipped this iconic symbol of artifice and chemical refreshment. I fancied myself pure of heart and unsullied by blue dye number 15. We all began to use the term Slurpee for a common cultural thing that someone had never done. We had endless afternoons sitting in the back of my pickup truck, carefully cultivating our personal Slurpee lists. At the time, some of my Slurpees included never having seen Star Wars, never having worn a bikini, and never having kissed a girl. I was thinking of this last Slurpee when the summer school prompt came into my inbox this past July. I've been working on a musical memoir project this year about my Virginia childhood, so these summer memories have been close to the surface. As the song tells, my experience with my first queer kiss is woven out of the fabric of my vibrant hometown memories, of streets and sounds and community. Quite a few of us in that posse that hung out in the back of my pickup were proto-queers or queer-adjacent. Of course, we had no language like that at the time. We just knew that we felt different, that we wanted different things than some of our friends. For my 37th birthday, I did a radio spot with my friend Monty Belmonte, where I named 37 Slurpees. When I made a new website in the summer of 2020, I updated the list. Here are a few things that at age 45 are still Slurpees for me. Never have I ever changed a tire, worn contacts, seen an episode of The Sopranos, eaten cotton candy or Lucky Charms, been to Yankee Candle, seen Star Wars, or had a Slurpee. In the real world, it seems like our country just barely avoided an electoral apocalypse, but I still feel horrible about the general state of things. Call me resistant, but the more fucked up the world gets, the more I feel like I just need some good old-fashioned nonsense. What have you never done that you're proud of never doing? I'd love to see your Slurpees in the comments for this post. When the music stopped on that July night, we kept singing out loud as we could. We kept singing for life. When the music stops on a June. Hey y'all, that's it for audio this month. Don't forget to go check out the fully linked version. You can find it either on my socials in the show notes or on my Substack itself. There's pictures, there's links, all kinds of good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, if you can, tell a friend.